Hello, I am Tony Silvera and I welcome you to my evening devotional. This week we're talking about God Conversations and the title of the devotional tonight is How to Have a God Conversation with an Atheist. So atheists are people that uh, say they do not believe in God, in the existence of God. So uh, we shouldn't uh, have uh, arguments with people, but sometimes these occasions present themselves and we need to know how to share our faith. First of all, uh, I want to read the verse in Colossians chapter 2, verse 8, where Paul said, Be careful not to allow anyone to captivate you through an empty, deceitful philosophy that is according to human traditions and the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. So, th this is a warning of Paul. So, when you engage uh, with uh, God conversations with uh, others, be careful that you will not be captivated by, by them. Uh, often, uh, we see people uh, evangelizing, and I've seen people uh, going to bars and to uh, places of sin to evangelize, and they end up falling into sin, drugs, prostitution, and different things. So we need to be careful not to be seduced by philosophy. So let me mention a few uh, hints, a few tips when you talk with someone that says, I do not believe in God. First of all, uh, respect their intelligence. Uh, and uh, let me give you a note. Most, most atheists are sincere, they're smart, they're good-hearted, and uh, even if they're not, you treat them as if they are. So treat people with respect and acknowledge their intelligence in your conversation. Uh, I'm not saying to use uh, flattery, but you can uh, tell them, oh, uh, I see how bright you are, how intelligent you are. I, I can see where you come from. So do not uh, uh, try to patronize or to provoke an argument. And uh, a second tip is ask good questions. Ask questions uh, that they do not have an answer for. Or if they do, um, uh, you know, uh, ask and listen. Ask uh, what do they believe? So, so if they say God doesn't exist, so you, you can ask, so you do not believe in God, so you do not believe in any uh, superior intelligence or any uh, superior being, a creator, you do not believe in this. So, so ask what do they believe? What do you believe? Another strategy is uh, to ask uh, straight uh, this question. Uh, what will it take for you to believe in God? And uh, wait for an answer. <laughs> uh, and some people want to have evidence of God. I know th that when I uh, had my faith in life, when I uh, said I was an atheist, 
uh, I wanted evidence of God. And when someone wants proof or evidence before they accept a belief, that, that's commendable. It means they're not willing to believe in something without anything to support it. Uh, so, so there's uh, evidences of God in the world around us and sometimes through circumstances in life. And uh, this brings me to the aspect of signs and, and wonders, where uh, when you share the gospel, you share your beliefs with an atheist, you can uh, mention signs. You can say uh, in your own life, in my life, God healed me multiple times. And uh, so they can say it's a coincidence, and I respect what they think, but I'll tell them uh, it's a sign. But remember this, a sign doesn't prove the, the, the existence of a destination. Uh, a sign points the way. So if you're on a highway, let's say to Toronto or to Paris or to uh, any city, you, you're on the highway and the sign points to that city. That doesn't prove that the city exists. You apply your, well, faith to believe that the city exists. You know by uh, evidence of some kind that the city exists. The sign points you in the direction. Also, signs and wonders, miracles that God does in our lives and in the lives of people around us do not prove that God exists. Now, this brings me to a philosophical argument. It's called the Kalam argument. Um, this is just a name. It's, uh, it comes from the origin of this name. It's actually from Islamic uh, scholars uh, that uh, uh, argued the existence of God, and they had good arguments. So I'd like to uh, present them to you, uh, even though, uh, you know, the, the best practice when you talk with an atheist, be in prayer, and, uh, and if the Holy Spirit prompts you with a, a gift of the Spirit, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, just share it. Do not try to provoke an argument. But this is the argument, the Kalam ar argument, that has two premises or, and a conclusion. So the two premises are this. Everything that uh, begins to exist has a cause. So there's a cause for something to exist. Let's say this little sign here that says uh, passion. Uh, uh, how did it come to existence? There's a cause. Someone manufactured it. Someone created it. Someone had the idea and created it. And this happens with everything that we have in our world, from our clothes to uh, uh, our houses, cars. So someone uh, designed it, imagined, created. So that's the premise number one. Everything that begins to exist has a cause. Uh, the premise number two is that the universe, the world where we are in the whole galaxy and the galaxies and everything, uh, begun to exist. There's a point of, of origin. And, and, uh, and so as a conclusion, the universe has a cause. If, it, if there's a cause, there's also uh, so, uh, someone or an intelligence that created it. So the, the, the first premise, everything that begins to exist has a cause, 
means that nothing just springs into existence randomly, without a cause. For if things showed up this way, our world will have, you know, things just showing up, popping up uh, like magic, just showing up uh, everywhere. Uh, it's, it's not like this. Everything that exists uh, has a cause. Uh, the, the premise number two is that the universe began to exist. And now uh, let me mention St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, he said uh, the truth that the world had a beginning and uh, of its duration is only conclusively known by faith, not by reason. So we, we, we have to assume that the, the world was created by faith. Uh, we do not have proof of, of, of this. So, but these are uh, philosophical arguments uh, that lead us to uh, the conclusion that the universe has a cause. So uh, a cause means that an intelligence, a superior being, someone created uh, the universe. So what is the cause? The cause uh, could not have been anything within the universe or even the universe itself, since things cannot cause themselves to come into existence. I didn't cause myself to show up here. I have my parents. So the, the, there's a cause because uh, my parents got together. Uh, eventually, I, got, I was born. And so uh, it happened to you. Uh, you, do not, you did not show up here spontaneously. Uh, uh, it's not by accident that creation exists. Like some people want to prove science with a completely non-scientific argument that life originated in, uh, uh, spontaneously, that it came to be. It was a coincidence that uh, an amoeba was formed, a microbe, and then there was evolution. The, co the cause of the universe must be something beyond the universe, uh, beyond all matter, energy, space, and time. In other words, must be transcendent, beyond the universe. It must be immaterial, beyond matter and space. It must be eternal, beyond time. And it has created something so massively complex as the universe, it must be tremendously powerful and intelligent. And this will lead us to God. Let me conclude tonight's devotional. Psalm 53.1, it says, The fool said in his heart, God does not punish him. God doesn't care. God doesn't exist. So uh, the, the Bible states that the person that ignores God is a fool. Now, we're not going to call fool to anyone. But as you talk with an atheist, you have those that are genuinely um, uh, uh, thoughtful and they gave a lot of thought about the, the creation and, the, the, and life and the universe, and God, and they just decide not to believe it. But there's those that are also fools, because they trust their heart more than they trust God or things. Uh, in the book of Romans, uh, Paul uh, addressed this issue of atheists in the, in the Roman Empire. And Romans 1.20 uh, says the following. For uh, God's invisible attributes, 
namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. By other words, Paul is saying, if you look around to creation, you have no excuse because you can perceive the presence of the Creator. I know some people do not believe in God. They believe in Mother Nature or they believe in some kind of intelligence or that uh, uh, aliens from uh, another planet came and uh, created life in our planet. Uh, you know, there's all kinds, all sorts of beliefs. But uh, we need to learn how to have this conversation with atheists. So today uh, I mentioned uh, three tips. Respect their intelligence, ask good questions, uh, if possible prove the existence of God with signs and wonders. But remember that signs point the direction, they don't prove uh, the existence. And uh, I mention also this philosophical argument, the Kalam argument, that uh, leads uh, to creation and to the creator of the universe. And if there is a creator, his name is God. So when you have God conversations with atheists, you may consider these things. Above all, never create an argument. Do not force your uh, point of view, but spark curiosity. I would like to conclude uh, tonight by praying for you that uh, as you have these conversations with people in your family, with friends, uh, with acquaintances or total strangers that are atheists, that God will lead you in every step of your conversations. I pray God in Jesus' name that the gifts of your Holy Spirit will come over my friends Above all, Lord, the gift of discernment and those gifts of uh, uh, knowledge and uh, God of, of uh, 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 unpredictable words that will prove beyond doubt that you are real, that there is knowledge beyond what's natural and logic. I pray, God, that you will use us, God, to win atheists for Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, maybe you're an atheist and you're watching this video. You can do a simple prayer like this, like I did. God, reveal yourself to me. I want to know you. I know that I'm flawed. I know I have my problems. I know I have sin. So if you exist, God, please forgive me and show yourself in my life. Just come, God, and reveal yourself to me. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if you do a prayer like this, you're challenging God. And when we challenge God, very often, if it's not a sinful challenge, God will answer. So expect that answer. If you need help in your Christian life, do not hesitate to contact me through direct message or just post something in the comments and I will do a follow-up. You can find me on multiple platforms, on social media. You can see here uh, below uh, different platforms from uh, uh, Amazon Fire TV to uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, different platforms. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, click please here under the video on the subscribe button. It's a red button. 
As you do so, then click the bell uh, right next to it and you will be notified every time I go online. My evening devotional happens every weekday at 9 p.m. You can also visit me uh, at the Passion Center and other um, uh, social media platforms. So this was it for tonight. We'll continue tomorrow with God Conversations. God bless you and have a pleasant evening.